Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. I'm so honored to be able to come back another Monday and share a dimension of greatness with you all. I am enthused about what the Lord is doing. I am excited about the revelation and the word of God that's going to be released today. I hope that everyone had a blessed weekend. I hope that your week last week was filled with your heart's desires. I hope that the will of God is coming to fruition in your life and that the word of God is making itself known. The Bible declares that the word of the Lord will go forth and accomplish the thing that it was sent forth to do. So I come today with the word of the Lord and a revelation that is going to trigger um, pursuit in you to seek after the things of God, to hunger after the things of God, and to cause the manifestation of the word of God to let the light shine in your life and the glory of God come forward in a peculiar way, in an amazing way, um, in a chosen way, in a royal way, and in a most holy way. We're going to get into that very shortly. Get your pen and paper today. There's going to be a very weighty anointing and a very, um, what's the word that I want to use? The word today is going to be a little bit different than usual. Um, I don't want to use the word. Uh, it's going to give you kind of a, some insight into some things that are going to happen. Not so much as a, a prophetic word, but more of a, an unction to stir up the gift that's within you, to stir up the word of God that's already been spoken, to bring those things to life, to speak to the dry bones, if you will, and cause the word of God to spring up new life and, and new riches. The word of God is being released as kind of a, I see like a shooting star, so to speak, and it's just going to be triggering manifestations and glories of manifestation and holiness and purposes like never before. So brace yourself. The spirit of the Lord is upon me and the spirit of the Lord is stirring up the gifts, like I said. So today we're still talking about dominion. We're still talking about the 12 sons of Israel, um, the manifestation of the sons of God. As I spoke earlier, um, I'm going to try to take my time with this one today. Um, because like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. Today, we're actually going to do something that has not been done before as it pertains to the actual dimensions. I am excited and I'm trying to brace myself and pace myself because the dimensions have never been disclosed in such a way. But um, this is the purpose of the podcast, the dimensions of greatness. We are still, however, discussing the 12 sons of Israel, powerful, powerful truths concerning these 12 sons. I mean, we're only on son number four. We're only on Judah, but Judah, how many know is where the lineage of the kingdom is established. The lineage of the Royal anointing is established and God is uttering a very Royal precept. If you will, the Bible talks about the precepts of God. All that means is that there are multiple facets that rely and relate to a particular operation in the spirit realm and a precept allows it to be so the precepts allows you to say amen the precept allow you to say selah and so these precepts are coming forth today from the kingdom of God in a realm of revelation like never before. The word of God sanctions the accomplishments of your heart's desires. The dimensions of greatness is to cause your heart's desires to be made manifest in a great way. We're going to be using the word manifest a lot today because that's the season that we're in. 
the earnest expectation of the creatures waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. We've discussed creation through the son of Reuben. We've discussed the gate and the government and the promise housed in that governmental structure through the second son, Simeon. We have discussed the priesthood and the management system or the system that structures fulfillment through the word of God, through the third son, Levi, which is a royal, I'm sorry, which is a priestly anointing established through the tribe of Levi in Aaron, in Miriam, in Moses, um, in a Levitical way. That's what the book of Leviticus is all about. That's what Numbers, Exodus, and so on and so forth. Even up until now, the Levite or the Levitical priesthood is still reigning through a kingdom anointing through Jesus Christ. So the priesthood is still reigning through a kingdom anointing through Jesus Christ. He had to be exalted as king and those other anointings trickle through that kingdom anointing. That's why in the word of God, the tribe of Judah was broken into two or the territory of Judah was broken into two. How many know that your name also represents a place? Your identity also represents a place. So there was a tribe of Judah, but there was a land of Judah. There was somebody named Jacob, the father of the blessing that is also um, turned into a land called Israel. And those sons meaning descendant of the blessing, those sons, one through 12, the 12 sons represent descendants of the blessing. Today, the Lord is coming with a very powerful word of blessing, a very powerful word of manifestation, the blessing and the manifestation. There will be a conversion rate. You can convert funds. You can convert currencies. You can uncture, uh, I'm sorry, you can, um, have the unction to switch between dynamics in the spirit of God. So God is trying to convert the blessing that he's spoken over your life into a manifested glory. The blessing is the glory. The manifest manifestation of that blessing is the glory. And so today God is saying, I'm converting. There's going to be a conversion rate, a high conversion rate, just like currency. When you go to a currency exchange or you go into another land, you go into another place, you want to take your U.S. money and convert it into that land's currency, or you want to take the euro and convert it into the U.S. You want to just switch over so you can spend in that territory. So God is saying, I've spoken the blessing over your life. I've said that you would be evangelist such and such and establish an international ministry. I said that you will be CEO of this large corporation that houses and manufactures goods all throughout the world. I'm establishing it as so through a manifested word and a manifested glory for the earnest expectation of the creature is waiting on the manifestation. God is expediting the fulfillment of the word that he's spoken in this season. He's saying he's triggering acceleration that there will be a uh, a because of the reluctance and the doubting and the lack of faith that has um, plagued the people, uh, not only because of the pandemic, but because of personal fears and um, personal struggles, sluggishness and slumber. Those things are being broken today. Even now, saith God, I wasn't even going this way, but this is the word of the Lord. So God is discussing a prophetic manifestation, how he's going to operate and how he wants you to operate in a dimension of revelation. So in order to operate in this mechanism or in this mandate or these methods, the dimension has to be understood. What is a dimension? You're going to know when you're in a dimension, not only of greatness, but there's a dimension of faith. There's a dimension of economy. There's a dimension 
dimension of uh, resources. There's a dimension of prayer. There's a dimension of fasting. There's a dimension of laying on of hands. There's a dimension of ministry. There's a dimension of evangelism. There's a dimension of love. There's a dimension of long suffering. You're going to know when you've entered a dimension because it will be weighty. The glory of the Lord will uh, set on you and settle within you. And so this is the word of the Lord. It's coming in a different way today. And I'm just going to allow him to have his way. Um, We're still talking about dominion and Judah. Listen very closely because it's important because the 12 sons of Israel all have allotments. The Bible talks about they were allotted this and that. So we have to be allotted those same gifts It's for you, the blessing. It's for you, the attainment and ascertainment of the wealth and riches of God spiritually and naturally is for you. They are released through the identities and the territories of the 12 sons of Israel. So stay with me. Listen very closely because there will be a revelation of dominion to possess your promised land today like never before. So God was dealing with me this morning through my time of praise and worship. And I can't stress enough how important it is, especially discussing the tribe of Judah. He has established praise from the tribe of Judah through David, through uh, multiple people. We're going to talk about some of those people today. But the praise is to enable and inhabit the presence of God. The praise and worship is to enable and inhabit the presence of God to enable God to move. You want to be able to tap into the spirit of God, the presence of God in a peculiar way that you have clarity when you move forward, that you have safety and protection as you go about your daily activities, that your family's covered, that the word of God is being fulfilled in your, see, look, and that's why Judah is the, the, the royal lineage comes from Judah. And that's why there's such a praise anointing heavy on David, because that royalty, the manifested glory of The kingship is established through David to cause a manifested presence of royalty and of praise. So there's a beautiful revelation that God was sharing with me today concerning the presence of God, the greatness of God, and how he moves to elevate you, how he comes into your surroundings to cause a blessing to be triggered. Today, we're talking about the blessing and the manifestation, but through dominion in Judah, the fourth son of Israel. So God is transforming the lives of his people. He's attending to establish the greatness of God in the lives of his people. And he's moving in a way that needs to be disclosed. He's moving in a way that needs to be revealed because it's going to be a little bit different. He's talking about the conversion rate a lot, converting. He's converting. He's converting that gift into a blessing. He's converting that blessing into manifestation. He's converting that manifestation into glory. Listen very closely. Hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. Your soul is being converted is not necessarily the blessing in your lifestyle being converted because you've been saved. That has nothing to do with the transformation of your lifestyle. God is saying, I've saved your soul, but now I'm going to convert, save, transform your surroundings, everything from where you lay your head to your livelihood. He's saying, I'm going to convert it into a blessing that the manifestation would be revealed in a glorious way. Once again, the earnest expectation of the creature is waiting, waiting, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So God is getting ready to trigger a very powerful movement and momentum in the spirit realm, according to a royal anointing. The royal anointing doesn't mean that you're going to be called King Richard or King 
Daniel, it means that you will have the presence of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, the accessibility of the kingdom of God on you, the accessibility of the kingdom of the Lord, the accessibility to be able to go in and out and sup with the Lord. And then the uh, the natural manifestation of those blessings will be revealed in your life. And that's what the spirit is waiting on. That's what the Lord is waiting on. That's what your livelihood needs. And so he dealt with me very heavily about the conversion rate and how it's going to be converted. The identity is always converted into an atmosphere. Who you are will dictate and determine your realm of operation in your sphere. You say that there are hellish things happening in your household. What is your identity in Christ in that moment and in that time because the royal anointing also brings peace. The peace of God was upon Solomon. Solomon also a descendant of Judah. So the peace of God will rule and reign, rule and reign. Why do you think it says that the peace will rule and reign? That's royalty. The royal anointing causes the peace to saturate your atmosphere. God is speaking to someone concerning peace because he's trying to deliver it. He wants it to rest upon you. The devil wants to take your peace, but he will not. God said, I'm breaking off the chain and that attachment. Something's being attached to you in your home, causing there to be a continual uproar. God said, no more. There will be peace and I will rule and reign in the midst of you. God told me and showed me earlier today about his presence. And this is very beautiful. I want you to listen very closely. Isaiah 55 and eight. I just was blown away by this. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and it returns not thither, but it watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, eater, excuse me. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish which I please. And it shall prosper, prosper, prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So the word of God is being converted into prosperity to cause you to inherit land and the land is just your original purpose. So he's bringing us back to the identity and the atmosphere. Jacob had an identity, which was Jacob. The atmosphere was translated into territory, which was Israel. Abram had an identity as Abram. His name was changed into Abraham, meaning he would become the father of faith. Even Sarah's name was changed. Even Sarah's name was changed. Sarai was changed to Sarah so that she could be the mother of faith, the mother of many, many, many daughters for generations and generations and generations to come. That land belongs to Sarah. That territory, that atmosphere belongs to Sarah. It can't be changed. It can't be altered. It can't be moved. That is the foundation, the establishment of the word of God for her. Judah's name, Judah. He is even the reason that the Jews are called Jews because of Judah. He transformed the awakening and the atmosphere and the territories of so many people. There were even territories that were given within his territory, within the land of Judah was the land of Simeon. He even had other brothers come and come Commune and have a community within his boundaries, within his borders. So everyone's identity, who you are, not only will there be a reigning anointing to reign over your identity, you have to be able to sit in that seat of who you are in order to convert the blessing into manifestation. God has spoken a distinctive and a discreet blessing to every person alive. The problem is walking in it so that you can become a son a son of God. 
And so you have the 12 children of Judah, I'm sorry, of Jacob. They all had to embrace their identity. Some did and some did not. Even Joseph said the enemy meant it for evil, but God used it for my good. So we're going to get back into the dimensions. Everyone has a dimension spoken over their life. So the economy of Joseph and his dominion, we're not going to get too much into him because he is the 11th son and we're only on Judah. But, um, you're going to know a dimension uh, as it pertains to characters in the Bible, as it even pertains to you, because like I said, the presence of God will rest upon you. And God showed me that my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And I said, Lord, what are you showing me? It was a very beautiful. I, I can't even find words to describe. I've been at a loss for words all day. I can't find the words to describe. Um, oh, how he revealed it and what I actually saw. So what I actually saw was the height in the spirit, which is unlimited and the dimension has no boundaries or no uh, barriers. As a matter of fact, in heaven, there are no ceilings. There are no ceilings. There are floors in heaven. Listen to this. There are floors in heaven because of territory. There are floors in heaven because of territory, but the floors are where the angels ascend and descend. They come and go as they please through the ground because of territory. So the floor, the Bible talks about the floor being full of wheat and wine and the, and the vats overflowing with wine and oil. This is very powerful revelation. There are no ceilings in heaven, but there are floors because the territory, the angels walk and they declare territory and they can, and they have to do that because they have to declare the dominion in God. And so, but they don't need any caps. They don't have any limits. So there are no need for ceilings in heaven. And so God is saying that my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And I said, Lord, explain. And he showed me that the reason that his ways are higher so that he can continue to take you higher. If his ways weren't higher than our ways, he wouldn't be able to elevate us. So every time we're, listen to this, this is so great. Every time we're elevated in the spirit of God or taken to a new realm, taken to a new height, taken to a new dimension, new glory, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, saith God. He's taking us through this realm of height because this is where he lives. He lives in the high places. And so he does that not only, I, I discussed this a little bit last week, not only to counteract um, the attacks of the enemy because the enemy cannot rise into an, a level of ascension as uh, the Lord, but he attempts to do that. He even took Jesus to a high place, but Jesus's ways were higher than the enemy's ways because of spiritual realms of righteousness. So once you get into a height of spiritual operation, the realm of the Lord will take you into a place of righteousness, a place of holiness. His ways are higher than our ways for purposes of territory. He moves you. He moves you from place to place. And he showed me, he said, look at Jacob. He called this place Bethel and Jacob called this place um, Penuel and Jacob called this place Gilgal and Jacob called this place Mitzvah. What is the name of the place where you are in God? God says, when you name that territory, I will also sanctify your identity and I will also sanction that territory. And then you will move to a new territory and name that place. The name and the territories go hand in hand. This is what the Lord is saying in this hour. So he wants your identity be, to be sure. He wants your calling an election to be sure, not only in you, but your surroundings, your territory, your atmosphere, because he's moving you. You can't go to the next place until you name that place where you are. 
Jacob had to name that place. And there, Jacob called that place Bethel, meaning God is here or the house of God. God was always in that place and God always revealed who he was and God always revealed his territory and God always, always revealed his purpose. Okay. I didn't even finish Isaiah 55. It says, in, uh, instead of the thorn, no, 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 no. Um, let's go back. I want to finish this before I continue into the word of the Lord for today. It says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish, which I please. And that's the season that we're in of major major dynamics of accomplishment. It shall prosper the thing I have sent it forth to do in the thing where to I sent it for ye shall go out territory, land, dominion. Okay. Remember I just talked about the floor. You have to let that floor, that ground has to hear your movement. That ground has to hear your continuum. That atmosphere has to feel your presence. That anointing to conquer the land and to take dominion has to, you have to, your identity must be known in that place. Ye shall go out with joy. Ye shall be led forth with peace. Why are you led forth with peace? Because the fourth anointing, the fourth son of Jacob is Judah and royalty is in the lineage of Judah and peace comes in the kingdom of royalty. God says he gives us peace, which passes all understanding. This is a royal precept. This cannot come any other way. Jesus must be the head of your life to have this peace. The peace of God ruling and reigning only comes through a kingdom. The kingdom is only established. See, the kingdom is the territory and the king is the person. So we try to operate in places and the identity is lacking or we try to operate in certain identities, but the atmosphere is off. Your atmosphere must must match your identity in this season and God will move you into a new place. So you're going to be led forth with peace, the mountains. And now watch this. Now watch this for ye shall go out with joy. The presence of joy, the joy is going to bring strength. You're going to be led forth in that. Then you're going to be led forth with peace. You're going out into the land. You're possessing dominion. You're possessing territory, that business that you want, that daycare that you want. You even want to do drive throughs and malls and shopping centers for the glory of God and for the kingdom of God to be able to host their products within this particular outlet. Do that, saith the Lord. He says that the mountains and the hills, now watch this, the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. How is it that a mountain and a hill can sing and dance and clap their hands? The trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn coming up, the fear tree, and instead of the briar coming up, the myrtle tree. Do you know what these trees are talking about? You can't plant a tree without land. You cannot have a tree without land. So he's saying that in order for this to take place, the dominion of glory and royalty and prosperity, the mountains and the hills are even praising because of a royal anointing. And this comes from the fourth son, Judah. Okay. This is an everlasting sign. It shall not be cut off. Meaning 
after I'm dead and gone, after you're dead and gone, this will be an everlasting covenant and an everlasting word until Jesus returns and the new earth and the new heaven is established, okay? So we can't get around this. This is very powerful. I'm gonna tell you another revelation, another reason that this is so anointed is because Isaiah is from the tribe of Judah. So the book of Isaiah, him being a prophet, him being a major prophet, him being so anointed, he's speaking and declaring the coming of Christ in a way that no other other person has done in the word of God, but he's a descendant of Judah. Isaiah is from the descendant of Judah. So when he's saying that the peace will lead you, when he's saying that the joy will go out with you, when he's saying that the mountains and the hills will break forth before you into singing, the mountains and the hills are going to break forth. The breaking forth represents the river Euphrates. That's what that represents. The river Euphrates means the breakthrough. The breakthrough is coming. The breakthrough anointing, even rivers of living water. That's what break forth means. It's a river. He's saying that the hills shall break forth, meaning that the waterfall is coming off of that hill and that the water is being released from the mountaintop, saith the Lord. You need to really understand the movement and the revelation and the word of the Lord today. It's very beautiful. I hope that you're able to receive it. I'm very excited. And so... Um, Isaiah is from the tribe of Judah. So this introduction of Jesus is very powerful because they are relatives. Isaiah and Judah are distant, distant relatives, you know, from, from, you know, hundreds of years. And they both have that royal governmental prophetic lineage. The baddest thing you can do. And when I say bad, I mean, in a good way, the most powerful and most beautiful thing you can do is place a royal anointing with a prophetic anointing, because then you can declare your prosperity. You can declare your seat. You can declare your domain. You can declare your dominion. You can prophesy and cause that word to come forth and accomplish the thing that it was sent forth to do. Ladies and gentlemen, hear the word of the Lord today. Last week, we talked about peace, prosperity, praise, and power. These are the four dimensions of Judah. And uh, 1 Peter 2 and 9, we talked about last week, ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So once again, we're talking about four dimensions, the chosen generation. God has already chosen us. He's already ordained us. He's already spoken that he wants us to be manifested recipients of his power, his grace, and his glory. And he wants to establish us as a royal priesthood. Why royal priesthood? Royalty represents four, the son Judah, four. Priesthood comes from three, the third son Levi. These two anointings will come together. They have to for a manifested revelation and establishment of the blessing of God on your life. A holy nation. God also dealt with me over the weekend about the holy nation. What makes the nation holy? The glory of the Lord rests in holiness. Being holy and living holy has nothing to do with rules and regulations. It has everything to do with the glory of God because the glory is housed in holiness. It's very, it's nearly impossible to have a holy lifestyle and the glory of the Lord not be revealed in one way, shape or form. It's, and it's, and it's very difficult to tap into the glory of the Lord minus holiness. God said these two things come together and they make your life sweeter than the honey on the honeycomb. This is what David spoke about. So he says that you will become a holy nation, a peculiar people, and then, and then you will show forth the praises. Where does praise come from? Praise is housed in the tribe 
of Judah. So God is not having me to discuss the 12 sons of Judah, the 12 sons, excuse me, of Jacob for no reason. There's a reason that the revelation and the word of God concerning these sons, it's going to get better every week. It's going to get better. I've even tapped into the coming weeks of what's going to happen concerning Dan. And that's because when you get a blessing or a revelation and God is moving in a midst to bless you, he's moving in your midst to cause you to possess the land. You have to have the anointing of Dan. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. So we're going to discuss that next week, but I'm going to take these last few minutes to discuss what the Lord is going to do in this season and in this hour, even in the month of June, there's going to be virtues. Okay. There's going to be virtues. What when when manifestation is spoken over your life, there must be virtues to accompany that manifestation to cause it to come to pass. Virtues are very uh, powerful. The Bible says, "Let me find that scripture first. Let me just go quickly through this these revelations of the chosen generation, the royal priesthood, the holy nation, and the peculiar people. These are four dimensions. I'm going to break those down next week as we close out Judah. And, but I want you to understand that next week is going to become virtues to get us in the month of June to operate in a very dynamic way. Orders of Melchizedek, um, the order anointing is going to be released as a virtue. Um, second Peter one and four says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Okay. This is what's happening in this season, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. The divine nature is DNA, divine nature of God. That's the DNA of God having escaped the corruption to live in abundance, divine nature and abundance to live in the abundance of God. This is his DNA. This is why he's discussing the 12 sons of Israel because you've escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge so that the blessing and the burden come together. The blessing and the burden must come together in order to walk in the dimension of greatness in this time and in this season. So we're going to discuss what God is going to do in June. He's going to be releasing virtues for businesses, especially momentum like never before for businesses and ministries alike. And like never before, like never before, he's going to encapsulate your ideas. He's going to encapsulate your your vision and your heart's desire. He's going to cause them to be filtered down into the earth realm in a peculiar way. We're going to discuss that plan. We're going to discuss that season. Make sure to email me. Thank you so much for listening. Email me, Felicia at DallasBoss.com. Have a dimension of greatness this week. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye-bye. God bless.